Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Rana, have you recovered? I mean, I am still. No, like, this my is, feet are still this. firmly up the wall. You know what I mean? As far as people know, I'm recording this from the Seychelles. I, you did. Is that where you ended up? Or a tiny atoll off Maldives? Okay, she still isn't. I mean, anything. it's that sort of a thing. Well, right. here's the thing. Okay, yeah. we're in the time machine. Yeah, we are. But we're also not in the time machine in the sense that I know. That the minute the show finishes, the minute we do the high holiday, yeah. after the high holiday, yeah, in my stunning new Gorgeous. flat in London. I can't even. Did I tell you about my townhouse? Only that you've told me that you've been very excited to move into it. So tell me about the townhouse. To call it a townhouse is sort of unfair to the house. So is it I'll just more? Say that. Is it more or less than eight hundred square feet? Oh, the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. In it, you know what? Now I know I probably shouldn't have you over for the Jewish holiday because what? I don't need no, you. No, you've been talking about this townhouse. Dag is it me? Well, Excuse I'm just me, trying Rana. to serve a beautiful dinner that I've cooked. Excuse Did me, Did you Rana. see these Martha Stewart pictures that she went to? Oh, she Sometimes put an iceberg I get in a cocktail so, or something. No, I get so. I'd like to see that. I get so upset because there are moments. There are so few things that I'm not invited to. That she got I in a lot be of trouble because she put like an ice little iceberg thing in a cocktail while she was somewhere, and people were like, "You think that's funny?" To put an ice cube in a cocktail? No, but like an iceberg. I guess she was. You mean it was like, a Titanic? Aren't you joke? aware of? Co- co- I think climate change was the issue with people. How do those two things come together? I actually agree with you. And maybe I don't know the full story, but I do agree with you. And why would anyone think an ice cube was an iceberg? I mean, come on. No, because I think she was somewhere like that. she made a climate change joke. I think she literally took a piece of ice from the ocean. Like she was somewhere like that. Oh, and put it in a drink? I think so. That's fun. Yeah. I didn't mind it. There is ice floating in the ocean, whether or not the continent is melting. Do you understand that? Absolutely true, yeah. Here's how it works, everyone. Real quick, little uh, geography lesson. There were the polar caps, okay? It's freezing cold up there. It's freezing cold on the bottom, okay? Mostly there's no land. Then there's a little bit of land. And then as we get centered closer and closer to the equator, as we move closer and closer to the equator, we get more land mass and we get our continents as we think of them. Please don't bring Antarctica in this right now. I'm not doing that right now. What I'm trying so, to explain to you is it's cold and then it's hot and it has everything to do with the way that the sun beams down onto the planet, the equator being the band around the center of the earth where there is the highest impact of the sun. Yes, okay? Of course. Are you with me so far? Of course, Rana. But, Starting but, at the cold places, the things are frozen. And then as you get warmer and warmer and warmer right. and warmer and warmer. But things are melting at a rapid rate, Ron. I'm not talking about that. 
Of okay. course that's how I'm not a, I'm a I may be a union buster. I'm not a climate change denier, but yet, I know it doesn't take a genius or a professor or a wizard to tell anyone that if you put a paper bag over your head and start breathing, it gets hot in there. Right. We have basically strangled this planet for the last 200 years, whatever no you want to consider the, and by uh, the way, onset of the industrial revolution. Nobody thought you were supposed to stick a straw into the center of the earth, pull up some flammable junk, yeah. and then use it to make the whatever you make. part of all is if there's any life on this planet in 300 years, 400 years, whatever, people will be saying, wait, they could do something about it, and they just didn't? The yeah. whole enterprise is the giving tree, okay? There was Completely. the tree, it's, yes. and then now there's no tree. And now well, we're on the say, stump, okay? Martha Stewart was in a cruise around. She was but cruising around. But there's still around. ice floating in the ocean, whether or not there's there climate is. change or there isn't climate change, okay? Of course there is, yes. She was cruising around Greenland, okay? She, she was in Greenland, up, yes. This was before, uh, my problem with her is right after Greenland. Okay, which is so the, she picked up a hunk of ice and they used it for their cocktails that night. Well, my question about that is whether, water, pun whether the ice was salty or fresh, I'd like to know. You know what? That's a great. That's actually a great question. And what was the drink? Just freezing salt. Okay, I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. The drink was. Oh my god! It's actually not small. This little, this big chunk of ice she she got. She was in the fjords. Can you share it with me. I could. Can I share my screen? I don't know. I could send you the. I'll send you the link in the. Um, How fabulous is Martha Stewart's life that? She's got nowhere I, left to go. She had to go to Greenland. I had to go see the fjords. And okay, you know, Greenland so, and Iceland, of course. So Greenland is the icy one and, I, and Iceland is the green one. What do you think? You're talking to a fucking moron? <laughs> that was really for the audience. Okay, stirs up controversy by putting a, quote, small iceberg in a, in a cocktail. So if you scroll okay, down well, there a little she bit. Is. She's having a bit. Gosh. It looks that, like a white Russian or something. Boat looks gorgeous. Yeah, she's having a white Russian. But if you scroll Wait, she over, she stole my whole look in this. She did actually. Shades of shades of V. She's on. I don't think you Swan ever would have taken a Should picture go in that pose. Swan- though, I'll tell you that. No, but I'll go on that Swan Hellenic cruise with you. It looks gorgeous. Now scroll over to the next picture. Do you see how you can do that with the arrows? Yeah, how, I mean that's a big. Hunk do you of think? Ice. Oh. Oh, okay. Hold That's on. pretty big. We actually captured a small iceberg for our cocktails tonight. Yes, but you know what? This is something they obviously do on the boat. It's a little joke. They grab one out of the ocean. Oh, to like keep the fish fresh or something? Yeah, you can. No, right. they ju- first of all, I'm sure they use it for all kinds of things. But the, no, what they this is the trick that they do on the boat, and they say, "And for a drink tonight, we're going to grab an iceberg right out of the got water." It. Right. Got it. And so someone else is saying, well, if they start chiseling away at all this ice, then the planet's going to melt faster. Yes, people are upset saying the ice caps are melting. Don't put them in your drink. We got to keep that ice in the ocean. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. It's just you and me today if people haven't figured that out. It's just you and me in your Airbnb. It's true. That's not a Ralph Lauren. What do you print. think of this comforter? That's a Laura Ashley comforter over there. What is that? I think. Can it's you take a, a look goods. at it? Do you know? I think it's um, what's the brand? I think it's Charisma. What the fuck? Tell me what the brand is. You know, you're really letting the f bombs fly. I know, I know, I know. Sorry. Lately. I don't know where the label is. I don't know where the label is. Maybe do do you literally want me to get up and look? Yeah. 
Hi, it's Olivia Juliana. You may know me as the 20-year-old Houston native who bu- who was bullied by Matt Gates on social media and who raised over $2 million for abortion funds off of it. Now I'm reaching out on behalf of my close friend, Isaiah Martin, who just announced his historic campaign for Texas's 18th Congressional District. How did Olivia Juliana get my numbers? What I want to know. Hey, you ain't never ends. Brian's gone. He's absolutely gone. So the thing I was upset about, I'll just continue this conversation for a moment, is that- Nary a label to be found, Rana. What about on the pillow? Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> you have a funny, it's funny how you move sometimes. You have a slow move that's very funny. No, no, you're gonna have to go down a side. You can't think it's gonna be right there by the zipper, sweetheart. Have you ever put a? Have you ever put a? You've never put a um, pillowcase on before. Is it charisma as I predicted? I tell you what, I didn't know it was gonna be plain on the back. It just says hotel collection. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. hotel collection. That's fine. Okay, well, that's good. Glad we figured that. Glad. I hope it was worth it. It was for it was for me. I could tell you for sure. I'm gonna look up that pattern. I'm gonna find that in two. I can name that tune in two notes while you're <laughs> while you're uh, talking. The thing I'm upset about is that Martha Stewart got invited to oh, yes. the uh, Cuccinelli 70th birthday in Italy, and I didn't. But she did post, an, in, and God bless her. She obviously likes to have two or three drinks and. A Xanax or a Tramadol. Uh, yeah. Who knows what that I don't combo know what is at it this is. point. Yeah. And that's when she starts taking her selfies. And that's when she feels her most beautiful or her, her most uh, languorous. Yes. And she starts tilting her chin up and looking into her phone and mirror, mirror on the wall. And she always posts them. And I love she that. I love her never, for that. She said she would never consider dating someone who makes less money than she does. Can you imagine? Found it. Found this it. This woman is a. It's called Primitiva Floral Queen. Tell me if this is what it is. Oh my God. Well, talk about a name change time. Primitiva. Here it comes. Hi, I'm Primitiva Floral Queen. I know for sure I found this. God, I'm good. You really are, here, Rana. Here you comes really the are chat. something else. Tell me if I got okay. it. Okay. All right. You. Named that tune. Oh, you got, boy, did you get it. Boy, did you get it. Not aren't cheap. You, I'll say that. Aren't oh, but you it's just on a stale. little impressed? I'm more than a little impressed. Infuse yeah. fresh color. Yeah. And artistic techniques to your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With to the Primavera. Bedroom. When I think Primavera, I think pasta, just so everyone knows. The Primavera floral duvet All cover from Hotel up Collection. like pasta Primavera. Exactly. Featuring mm-hmm. a delightful watercolor floral print and the luxe comfort of Pima cotton. Terrific. There you go. I love and what it. is the count on that? Boa hundred. Oh, not the pro- oh, four hundred? Hmm. Thread count. Interesting. Okay. In any event, she was invited to the Cuccinelli birthday and I wasn't. So All right. Uh and are you at least a little you weren't even a little impressed that I just called out uh, the beastie boy i i name checked or oh, whatever the word is i quoted the beastie boys 
I'm, I don't know, Ron, I might have been digging around for a tag on this bed while I'm you did it. I'm all mixed up like pasta primavera. That's there. Oh, that's yeah, the, 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 the Beastie yeah. Boys. Sorry, I was yeah. recovering from the cardio I just had to do with climbing all over this bed. Uh, <laughs> so it's just us today. We it had an is incredible my show in London slash coming up this week. Mm-hmm. We can't, can't wait, except that we already waited and had it in the time machine, and it was incredible. incredible. Speaking of time machines, did I tell you that I, I watched the latest Indiana Jones movie? Really? You know, I didn't hear a thing about it, but I love him, and I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge, so That's why you didn't hear me. a thing about it. Because it's not good. Because it's not great. Yeah. Did it's Steven Spielberg fine. direct it? No, James Mangold directed it. And I would say, and I've been meaning to talk to Richard Lawson about this, but he's not talking to me right now. Okay. Did you hear about that? Well, I I imagine what happened is you did not end up going to Venice or Cannes or I forget which festival. It sounds like you already know because I can see it on your face. Oh, I'm thrilled. No, actually, I don't know, but I remember that you had plans with with him. with Richard? I have not, te- by the way, I should text with Richard. I'm in New York, but no, I have not texted with Richard. Well, Richard's only just coming back from Venice today. So you did not go to Venice. I stood him up. Was he there when Kanye and his wife were there? Oh, why would you bring that up on I this podcast? Bring it up, actually, it's, it's too much. It's too much. So you, you know what it is? Up. It is too much. It is. It's too much. This is the thing with Kanye. It's yeah. too much. It's just too much. And it isn't, and people want to say, that's because you're uncomfortable with this or you're not comfortable with your sexuality. No, it isn't. He's a provocateur. No, but whenever people act too much, there are people who act too much. That was too much. And people like to say, well, that's your problem that you think it's too much. Not because it is too much. No, there are things in life that are too much. That was too much. I'm and that you. made it feel like actually a hostage situation of some kind. That girl looks like some sort of a strange cult member. She doesn't seem, she has you know, a she's, glassy she's, cult look. She's like a Nexium person. Yes, yes. She seems vacant both, from her body. She does. She seems they like a vessel. Do, to be honest. Or a muse, yeah. so to speak, but not in a way that she has any agency over. It's trouble. Man, it's trouble. So you stood Richard up. <laughs> call it that. Don't call it that. But he's not talking oh, to me right now. But I did want to Boy, talk to him about Indiana Jones. Am I going to have a drink with Richard tonight? Am I going to have a drink with Richard tonight? I did want to talk about Indiana Jones with him. But my ultimate review is that I think James Mangold got a little got it a little mangled. Excuse enough. me. Okay. Uh I think he became too attached to the idea of homage right. and paying tribute to this larger-than-life character and also the actor that was playing him and also yeah. to Spielberg and Lucas, who are the fathers of this creation. Sure, yeah. And I think that there's a little, there's some fun winks, but there's also a little, in an odd way, not enough risk-taking. And and a lot of uh, similar beats. But I will say that Harrison Ford, for sure, made me tear up on two or three occasions. He's so fat. You know, I watched Working Girl this weekend again because, of course, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't make that movie for me. He really doesn't. But there is no. just something about but him that is so boyish and handsome yeah. and like brings a such a classic. Yeah. 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 
Uh, so in some ways it's worth seeing it just to see someone at the beginning of the career and the end of the career sort of thing. Sure. I don't mean to say end, but the character. But the ride wasn't I'm talking about Indiana special. Jones. Yeah. Uh, now, it's, it's, I mean, it's not terrible. It's good. Not I'll great. see it. I do. I'll be honest. I, I really like those movies. Well, the first three. So, yeah. I use this product every single day because I am so scared of thinning hair, losing my hair, the rest of it. And I really would like to do it naturally, which is what I'm trying to do, which is why I like Nutrafol because I use it every single day. And so should you. I take those four gorgeous tan little pills and it's nothing. It's the first thing I do in the morning. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women, by the way? And if you're among them, you're not alone. Thinning's completely normal. And Nutrafol helps women address it from within with science-backed supplements. Do you wish you had visibly thicker hair or less shedding? Well, maybe stress is causing your hair to thin. As I mentioned earlier, I'm extremely stressed out right now, and I don't need anything affecting my biology or my gorgeous, award-winning, stunning, swimming locks. Do you understand? I know everyone wants to see the Loch Ness Monster. I'm considered the Loch Tress Monster. Do you understand for my tresses? Are you tired of dealing with thinning hair? Well, Nutrafol is here to help. The hair growth supplement uses drug-free ingredients to target root causes of thinning hair and promote healthy hair growth. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve visible thickness and strength. So go to Nutrafol.com to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair, and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair health growth through their whole body health approach. It's inside and out. In fact, in a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol Women's Hair Growth Supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code BRIAN, B-R-Y-A-N. So find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-Nude, U, you're right, T, Thomasina, R, Robitussin, A, absolutely, F, French kiss, O, over the moon, L, loverly, N-U-T-R-F-O-L.com, promo code Brian. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code Brian. Gosh, we've got to move on. There's people here that are desperate and in need. And my question to you, Brian, now we've done London, what's next for us? We've I had mean, two. We said we were going to do one show in London. We've had two this year. So what's next dying, for us? Well, people are dying for us to go to New York, Rana. I know. I would just that would have to get organized very quickly for the holidays. It would have to be over the holidays. I think. I mean, what are we right. going to do? A January show? Well, we could do a February show. We could do our oh, Valentine's. Hearts. Oh, yeah. could do that. Lonely Hearts in New York. Yeah, I'm thinking we, we'd be about very it. Sex in the City. I'm thinking about it. I like it. Okay, because Lonely Hearts has traditionally been a uh, one of our holidays. It's our holiday. Yeah, that would be fun. Lonely Hearts, New York. Okay, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, Give and people what a about bright spot in the cold winter? I like it. I like it. I'm thinking about it. Okay, and what about 
uh, where you and I are going to go. Are we going Ronna. to Bad Roots Palace and St. Well, I don't know, Ron. I mean, I, I don't want to get stood year. up. I don't want to be stood up. Oh, well, then now so I have I don't a know. reputation. I have to talk to Richard about the process Now I have a reputation I, for people as I would as love a to make a plan, but what I yeah. don't want is I do. to be stood up. Do you understand? I owe Richard a public apology, but I oh. don't feel like giving it to him. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I'm sure he's fine. I, he he oh, certainly I was he busy there. Oh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't happy about it. How do you know? Let's just say the thread went awfully cold. First it went hot, and then it went cold. And then you plucked an iceberg out of the ocean. And then and I plucked an iceberg it right out of the ocean. right in the canal. That's right. Uh, All right. Well, Richard, I, I, this is what I'm going to say, Richard. I, I'm going to defend Ronnie here. Okay? Oh, I don't think you are. She has been lobbed a child. Oh, gosh, don't blame her. It's got nothing to do with Steve. Well, then, Rana, who can I blame? Me? I don't think Richard cares. I really don't. Look, you'll have to talk to him and find out. Okay. That's fine. But you know what I'm not going to do, Rana? What I'm not going to do is try Spend to Spend the whole him. time with Richard talking, talking about me. Have you ever met Richard's husband or boyfriend or whatever? I have. Partner? He's lovely. Uh-huh. Handsome, funny, smart. All of it. He's a catch. They they really did each catch a fish for sure. Interesting. They like Nick and Jessica from the Newlyweds. <laughs> they are exactly like Nick and, Nick uh-huh. and Jessica from the Newlyweds. Richard and it's I did have a very fun. Uh, we had a very fun Boston text exchange that, which was very fun. I know you're me. both homegrown. Yeah, we had a very fun exchange. Uh, okay, we've got to move on because unlike people who live a glamorous like like Richard who's jet-setting everywhere. Festival. Well, you know what? I'm trying to convince him to come to Berlin, to the oh, Berlin I'm sure he'd Film love Festival. It. Well, you know, they've got circuits that they do, these reporters. Um, well, the Berlin one's a big one. I guess it's not as big as Venice, but it's still big. Oh, it's a ter- It's a very important film festival. Yeah. Uh, festival dates, uh, get out that's of where, here. I feel like that's where Lars von February Trier 15th. shines. Yeah. February 15th, we'd have to do Lonely Hats from there, or I'd have to go from New York to, to Berlin. God. Well, everyone weigh in on whether you want us to do a show in New wow. York. Wow. Do you want us to do the show in New York or Berlin? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Darling Dia, read us up for his question, please. Here we go. Oh, and by the way, I don't know if it's still possible to stream our live show. Well, I mean, I know it's over, but you could still maybe go to askronalive.com. It's only the no. 19th of September. Don't say things like that. Of course they can. They have about okay, two so weeks to do it. Yeah. Great. So they can do that. A, go to askronalive.com to stream when the fabulous show When you say things like did. that, I just think, is he trying to absolutely sink the whole operation? Not to mention, it's never too late to join the social club. In fact, it's never too early. I mean, you, it, it, it actually, join the social club, aerosocial.club or aerosocialclub.com. And okay? one of the perks, only- uh, one of the perks was that people who joined the social club got a free stream to the show. People and I am lobbying yeah. for a drink to be called the ghost scratch or the scratch and screw. So maybe one day. It was the scratch day. and screw, I think, That's that you were most That's attracted to. Yeah. Um, no but we have a fabulous there. Kiki every month. The only downside is that Naomi Paragon shows up. And she really does. She show, You know, we should be talking really about that. She really shows up even harder than I do. And I really time. don't appreciate it. She's there every time. And what I really uh, don't appreciate, Brana, is that you say hi back to her. And that you engage her in conversation. Hi, back to that her. That to me, I'm the Richard Lawson of the situation with you and Naomi. That Naomi is, is sure. my protege, okay? And so what am I supposed to do? I'm not supposed to speak to my protege? 
Well, all I know, Rana, is that she's not a very good person. I know for sure. Well, that's okay. Maybe that keeps me interesting. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, read this, please. Here we and go. Are, are we saying you're a good person and not a good person? I forgot to establish what the bio was on this. <sighs> I don't know. Are you still there? Yeah, I think I'm a good person. But according know. to you, I'm a nice a person. Answer. According to you, I'm a nice person, but not necessarily a good or bad person. I'm just nice. Because I'm a Hufflepuff. Well, you said I was the Hufflepuff. <laughs> oh, you <yeah. laughs> Well, that's a Hufflepuff. Richard and I have a lot wear. to discuss. We've got a Richard's lot not, to discuss. Richard's not Hufflepuff. Richard's Ravenclaw. Oh, whatever, Rana. Yeah. Someone on what? our Instagram live said I was a Ravenclaw. Do you want to, I know, but they were wrong. They said Naomi was a Ravenclaw. Here's what I'm telling you. I said I'm not the Sorting Hat. I just report the news. But I am the Sorting Hat. Okay. So I'm then, just the Sorting Hat. That's all. Oh, but it's yeah. not the hat's fault. Well, this it's is hat. What I, Okay, Rana, but a hat doesn't have free will. You do. The sorting hat. And a hat, the last time I ran into I a hat, see. it didn't try to get I to see know your me. Point. Do you understand? You think I should temper what I say to you? I, listen, just all because I know you're is, I'm not good pre- friends with the, a hat. Okay? Just because you have to sleep on a classic Primitiva. Oh, it's a Primitiva, not a Primavera. It's a Primavera. It says Primitiva on the link. What does it oh, say whatever. on the- To me, it's a Primavera. Yeah. Primitiva is a funny name for it. It means primitive. It is. Obviously, uh-huh. whoever created this gorgeous- Well, this is a very primitive- This gorgeous print. collection didn't know that it was Primavera, not Primitiva, but in any event. No, listen. And, and it got all the way through the naming higher-ups at the hotel collection, so. Is Here's hotel collection owned by Macy's? Do people know? Weigh in. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> who owns hotel collection. Or is it driving me crazy? You know, Rana, you actually okay. drive me crazy because I'll tell you what you do. You tell me, hurry up, everyone's waiting for this question. And then you send me on a hunt for a, who owns I'm hotel I'm looking co- for collection. it. You read the question. Fine. By the way, I do want the audience to know this is a very juicy question. I mean, this is like salacious. Okay. If you're short on time, here's a quick answer. Hotel collection betting is a proprietary brand of Macy's. There it is. So there. By the way, don't sleep on Macy's. You can go to their sales section and find some cool stuff. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure, why not? Dear Ron and Brian, you two are angels and the world doesn't deserve you. True. My husband and I are heartbroken and stressed out about a conversation we need to have with some friends. Their names have been changed. My husband has been friends with Dan since boyhood and Dan's wife, Michelle. Oh, okay. This is a, sorry, we should have braced people. This is a juicy, I, juicy, juicy question. I could honestly, Rana, reach through the screen, <laughs> look you in your eye and tell you I already did this. Well, I heard you say it, but I didn't feel like you wound it I, up quite enough. You're right. You're right. You know why? You know, and, and I really had the opportunity to because there was nothing distracting me. There was, <laughs> was a clear. I guess I'm being a little too naughty today. Okay, I'll be. No, I'll go back I'll tell to you honestly, to school. I'll no, go back honestly, to Monsters School now. You're making Monsters me laugh. Inc. You're really it's because making me I was laugh in the Monsters Inc. rickshaw last night. I know, but why, why are you making me laugh today? I think it's because you feel like you're in hot water with Richard, and it's a it's a giddy thing for me. You love that I'm in hot water with Richard. That's your. 
First of all, you're so happy I didn't go. Nothing could make you happier than Nothing that. Nothing could make go. me happier that you didn't have an experience I didn't have. That is true. Yeah. And that second, and, and by the way, all this was on the heels of me asking you where you wanted to go and have a fabulous event with me. And I was thinking, oh, yeah, we need to Bad Roost's Palace in St. Moritz because I've been wanting you know to go there to for go a couple there? of seasons. Yes. You've told me about but it. But you also just came from the Alps. No, no, so no. maybe that's not what no, you no, want. No, 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 no. No, but I didn't. I mean, I could I'm meet not... you somewhere like New Jersey and we could pick out a Christmas tree for Airbnb. <laughs> That's a good idea. You Why really don't I are you killing a- me today. I have to be honest. <laughs> Why don't I meet you at a Christmas tree farm in, in New Trenton. Jersey? <laughs> Honestly, Rana. That's I, just as good as Bad Roots. You're right. <laughs> I don't know where you come up with it, but it somehow does always hit the nail on the head. I'll be honest. I mean, it really is perfect. Uh, we can invite Naomi's mom to come join us. She lives in New she, Jersey now, somewhere. She is fabulous. She lives in New She's Jersey gorgeous, somewhere. Yeah. Stunning. Wonderful. Off okay. a rocker. Maybe. I don't know. All I know I is don't she's know. Never a met stunner. Her. I don't okay. know. I've never met her. I met her at Naomi's wedding that I Yeah, I know. Into. She was doing her best upstaging job she could do. She was Trying fantastic. very hard. But Naomi was upstage. Unupstage. Are you calling her Naomi now, Rana? Naomi. Was <laughs> Naomi. Was unupstage. It's Naomi Judd and Naomi. <laughs> Correct. No. Is and it they Naomi really... Judd? A Naomi Judd. Are you going to see Priscilla? Does anyone care? What is she doing? There's a Priscilla movie. Oh, well, I'll see it because I like but Sophia, Sophia Coppola. Coppola directed yeah. I like her, so I'll see it. Yep, yep. But I have a feeling it's just going to be fuzzy shots of people being lazy. That's what she likes to do. But I love it. Mm. I'll, I eat mm. it up. Mm. My husband and I are heartbroken and stressed about a conversation we need to have with some friends. Their names have been okay. changed. My husband is- Stop right with- there. A conversation we need to have with some friends. Yeah. Well, that's the- Whether or not that's your question- that's the question. Yeah. Go on. My, my husband has been friends with Dan since boyhood and Dan's wife, Michelle, since boyhood. they all went to college together. Very long time then. My husband even officiated their wedding. that word? Boyhood. Wait, boyhood. Since boyhood. I know you're right. Childhood. Boyhood. They were boyhood. kids. Boyhood. Yeah. They built yep. forts together. Tech, this is some sort of southerner. It does sound Texas. It really does. In the years since, they've had a couple kids and moved out to the suburbs. They enjoy nice vacations and a generally elevated lifestyle. A couple years ago, Dan started... I know. Dan started asking my husband for money, the most being $8,000. Just, quote, just to get them by until payday. Right. He said he didn't want to stress Michelle. Oh, a payday loan. I know. Oh. A payday oh, loan boy. is worse oh, than boy. a regular loan. Yeah, this is like a, yeah. a car Payday loan. loan is, my kids don't get groceries if you don't give me eight grand. Eight grand. Not $800 to buy groceries. Eight, eight grand. Dollars. Yeah. yeah. He said he didn't want to stress Michelle, so he kept these loans a secret. He's mm. always paid us back, but we are no longer comfortable lending him money. He okay. took it well and didn't ask us again. Sure. Until his daughter was about to be born earlier this year. Oh. What are you trying to throw me through? Why don't you just grab me by the back of these pants and throw me out this window? I'll tell you, the terror of every relationship is not communicating. The fact that he didn't tell his wife the money's not coming in, I don't think it's a good time to have a child. Whatever, whatever. Dan told my husband that he could have asked his wife, Michelle, for the money, but he didn't want to... What? But he didn't want to worry her right before the baby came, so the wife had the money? 
what he's trying his to own sa- wife had the money he's trying to save first of all what he's really trying to do is get dan whoever who's what what's the husband's name and what's dan's name well, we don't. The letter writer's husband, we don't know. Dan okay. is the friend's name, okay. and Michelle so is the call, friend's wife's name. What should we call the husband? Clark. Okay, clock. So basically, no, Clark, you, not clock, not like a wall clock, Clark. No, like a clock bar. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he said, basically, he was trying to do two things. One is say to clock, "Don't worry, I'm broke, but I'm not that." I don't really need it. We are fine. There's just this little thing I'm keeping from my wife that I don't want to tell her. And if she gets stressed out, it'll sort of be your fault. Can you imagine asking a friend for money and saying like, oh, I mean, I could always ask my partner, but I'm not really comfortable doing that. Right. But people say that because what they're trying to say is you don't have to tell my wife that we're exactly that we're going to lose the house because we're not. Right. But- you really can't tell my wife. Right. It's sort of a, it's just a face saving mechanism. Yeah. Dan told my husband, he could have asked his wife, Michelle for the money, but he didn't want to worry. Michelle's loaded, you know, but that's not the arrangement I have with Michelle. It's just the arrangement I have with a guy I've known since boyhood who has his own family to take care of and probably could use eight grand for whatever he needs it for. Dan told my husband, he could have asked his wife, Michelle for the money, but he didn't want to worry her right before the baby came. Mm -hmm. More recently, Excuse me. Most recently, a couple of weeks. In ago, other words, he, I have private, I have private financial transactions that my wife knows nothing about. Doesn't know. I am yeah. lying to my wife about yes. what I'm doing with my money. Yes. Most recently, a couple of weeks ago, he asked us for three thousand dollars. Okay. I've decided I need to tell Michelle. For a mm-hmm. while, it didn't feel like my place, but this is a big thing and has gone on for far too long. Dan just told my husband that okay. he is too. Hundred thousand dollars in gambling debt, and Rana, guess who doesn't know? Michelle. Michelle, correct. I never dreamed he'd been asking other friends for money, but of course he was. Sure. Apparently, Dan has gotten into gambling trouble in the past, and uh, and then it says went to GA. I don't know what that means. Gambler's Anonymous. Oh, I see. Gambling Anonymous. Yeah. Got it. And Michelle told him she'd leave with the kids if he ever got into trouble again. Mm-hmm. My husband told Dan that I feel a responsibility to tell Michelle if he doesn't. I haven't given a date, but Dan does know that I will share his news with Michelle at some point. It's a race I do not want to win. Mm-hmm. So when do I tell her? Next weekend when we're all together? Should I sneak her off one-on-one to communicate the most devastating news of her life or deliver mm-hmm. it in front of everybody poolside in between bites of chips and dip? Do I just pretend everything is fine? Oh, yeah, for and sure. Bends? That's the answer. Yeah. The whole room. <laughs> well, there is a way where she could say, like, casually, maybe, like, when are you going to stop asking us for money? No, that's what you can't. You're right. You can't do it. Not even that's appropriate. This isn't yeah. he's asking us for money. Their whole life, life is, is at risk right now. Yeah, that's and right. And she has and two small risk. children. Their children's call. I mean, everything. Their children, the house their, their children home, sleep in. Not car. to mention their marriage, of course. But yeah. It's true. Yeah. Do I just pretend everything is fine and then say so after the fact? Or is this all a mistake and I should get my nose out of their business? Clearly, I need your guidance, grace, and gusto to make this next move. Any help mm-hmm. is so appreciated. Thank you so much. I don't know if they want us to say their name. Insta follower, coffee and Negrana purchaser, and longtime chip. Excuse me. Okay. 
What are you going to say about this, Brian? All I'm going to say is I think you have to tell the wife in private. Oh, of I, course. But when and how and all that. I guess I, I guess I got lost in the weeds on what the timeline is. He said that he was going to tell her at some point. They have some sort of family. They have some sort of group trip next weekend, which probably has already happened by the time this letter has A trip they can't out. afford. Terrific. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess... I guess you say it after the trip. I don't know. I really, honestly, wanted this. I is don't you. know what the details of the trip are, but I want you to imagine. I want everyone who's listening to close your eyes, don't close your eyes for a moment, and just tune into the feeling. It's a horrible thing I'm asking of people. I'm going to do it. I'm, I am closing my eyes. I want you to tune into the feeling of someone saying to you out of the blue when you were having a great time and not thinking about anything and someone saying, your boyfriend's cheating on you. And I saw them together and I know it's true sort of thing. It and is even picture. just saying yeah. the words out loud, it hits you right in the solar plexus, even it whether you're you delivering the information or receiving the information. There is not a person in this world who has not experienced, it may not be romantic, who has not experienced a moment of betrayal. And this is why I advocate for relationships being as open as possible, Rana. So that when you hear that news, you think, great, I'm kidding. It hits your nervous system. It does. It made me she want to throw up. She will be on this trip with two small children, already pretending everything is fine with her husband, who, by the way, I actually don't think it's necessarily true that she knows that this is going on. I. It's very possible that she knew and they had a conversation and she- And, and he, he went to get help. has and- been covering it and she totally believes- that that was a problem that they had and they do, they hit it head on like adults and they have moved on and she has had two children with this guy. It's very possible that she thinks that. This isn't necessarily one of those. People love to say, oh, they knew, they knew, they knew. This isn't necessarily one of those situations. It could be. But whatever it is, when you deliver the news to her, particularly in a setting where they're supposed to be enjoying themselves, they've paid to be there, everyone's there, da, 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 da. You are, there's already so much shame and embarrassment in the situation, and now you're going to add to it. You're going to put her in an impossible situation where all she wants to do is run, and she has to then go yeah, into don't do it on a the trip. room at an Airbnb and figure out how to pack everyone up and how to sit in the car with her kids and not cry her eyes out for three hours and scream at her husband. Yeah. Give her, if she really is your friend, give her the opportunity to have a, a open adult conversation with you or whomever. So meaning either do it at a dinner where it's just the two of you or go to her house or have her over to your empty house or whatever. She needs to be able to punch a pillow if she wants to after sure. this happens. And scream. And sleep in her own bed and tell her husband to get out and not say, great, now we have to drive back to you know, wherever for three hours and my kids are upset and I'll, I'll, I have to worry about taking care of everyone else except for, and I don't get to worry about how I feel right now. Give her that opportunity for this to be about her and him and not about the logistics of everything. That's my first thing. Do not do this on a trip. Do not do this on a trip. Don't ruin, don't ruin her life. 
No. That's already, by the way, in dire straits. But you do need to get her alone and say to her, I, I hate that I'm the person that has to tell you this. And it may very well be that you already know, but this information came to me and it would be wrong of me to not pass it on to you. Which, by the yeah. way, is the truth. You, you at this point, you have to say something. You really do. Yes. This is affecting this woman's life and her children, and that is yeah. not right. Because there's dangerous. only, by the way, a gambling addict thinks they can pay back two hundred thousand dollars. How one, by gambling more? He That's thinks how they he's think one they can get hand of cards away from solving this exactly. problem. Exactly. And he also always. thinks that he's going to pluck ten from this guy, ten from this guy, ten from this guy, ten from this guy. Pay it and be good, but then he's got to pay those people back. So then he's going to gamble to try and pay. And we haven't even, and even after all that, you haven't gotten to the root of the problem, which is the gambling issue. Yeah. No. If you care about this woman at all, help cushion the blow. But I agree that she must know. And I don't think it's none of your business. I don't, I don't, I think there are certain pieces of information in this life. Of course, there are things that uh, mm, people will figure it out, et cetera. This to me is her family is in danger. And I think it's, I don't think you necessarily have to say this, but like who cares what she does with her family or how she does this logistically? I mean, this this woman needs to protect herself whether or not she stays yes, with this guy. That's such a good point. It's about protection. Yeah. And also I would not say it with any judgment of him. No, th- he might I be think, a great guy with a with serious that, problem. Yes, and you and your husband can say whatever you want to say about him when you're alone. But I think that you have to handle this in such a way where you mitigate her shame in any way possible and where you also are basically saying, uh, you know, he has, Dan has a problem. Yeah, and saying like, you do whatever you want with your relationship. I'm just telling you, I hope you're protecting yourself. I just think Dan has a real problem that's grown out of control and I'm concerned for you, you and your children. I'd be a bad friend. I understand also that there is the possibility of a shoot the messenger backlash with this, but I wouldn't be it's any kind of risk. A, any kind of a friend to you if I didn't totally tell you agree. This. Totally yeah. agree. Yeah, this is something you have to say. And by the way, this doesn't sound like this letter writer has any problem saying it. No, I think you know what I mean. Like it sounds like you want to say it, you're going to say it, but just don't blow her life up. Just do it with dignity, you know? Yeah, with dignity. Excellent point. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I have to tell you, my anxiety is basically at a 10 right now, simply because of the strike and some other extenuating circumstances. And um, it can be really overwhelming and can kind of take over everything you do. My thoughts start racing at night, It's very difficult for me to go to sleep, and I just wake up just on the edge of my seat. But it does not have to be that way. And actually, talking through it can be extremely helpful, which is why I go to therapy every week because therapy is a wonderful place to do that so you get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. So please, get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rana today to get 10% off your first month. If you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give it a try? It's entirely online. It's completely convenient. It's flexible. It's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime 
for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Rana today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Rana. Okay. I'll read this next one. Go for it. Hi. Hi. That's out of Let Us Dots. I love it. Very casual. I adore your podcast and so does my boyfriend, which is what prompted this. He's been having a rough run of things lately, and I know it would make a huge impact on him to hear his name and question. His name is Gavin Nevsky, and he's an interior designer who loves shades of vanilla. Well, then he's okay with me. So the question is, how do you protect your own happiness when everyone around you is asking for something? Thanks, Devin. Or Devon. I mean, could a, be Devon. It's a very general question, but I think it's a good one. Well, I'm going to let you answer Nicole. it while I look up, look up Gavin Nevsky Interiors. That's I what knew, I'm going to okay. guess his his company. That's what I'm going to guess his company is called. Uh, it. It's Gavin Nevsky Designs. There we go. Yeah. Go on. Um, I think that sometimes for me, I think your body, Arden Marine told me this after her parents passed away, uh-huh. that your body knows even before your brain or heart knows whether or not you want to do something, like oh. whether it's a plan or whether it's- A podcast recording. A podcast recording. It's sort of like your body will instantly say like, don't do this or do this. You really have to follow those instincts and not just do what you think is the right thing to do or a thing you owe someone or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I just think that listening to what you really- want to do and what feels safe and what feels wrong and does or maybe safe versus unsafe and really pay, paying attention more to what your actual physical instincts are in those situations mm-hmm. and uh, not necessarily what your head is telling you what to do. But what about when everyone in your life wants Well, then something. I think that's, oh, that. by the way, that's a very dramatic thing to say. If everyone in your life needs something from you, um, maybe you're giving too much. You or maybe you've set up relationships, or maybe you've. I I think it's a like honestly. I think maybe you've. It could be possible that you have blurred lines with people, and the only way to unblur. Are them you calling is to me just, dramatic? Or are you calling him dramatic? That's him, what I want to know. Him. I think if everyone in your life, in your mind, is crossing a line, you have not drawn the line. Yeah, the line is not there for these people, and so who doesn't struggle with that? Right, and your advice is sort of a two-part is number one, listen to your body. Your nervous system, though we have to acknowledge, of course, that this is a bit of a vicious cycle because the people that give and give and give and give, their nervous system is almost on high alert all the time because they're so anxious about being asked for something that they trigger, trigger. Every every ask can trigger you. You could be... That's true. So and you can there be, is some work. You, what to you be don't done. want to be is an asshole with every question you get. <laughs> right. Which is understandable. But there are people that come from that kind of an environment that people have always either asked of you or batted you around or expected of you. And so something hits your nervous system and it isn't always the same resp- shouldn't necessarily be the same response to every request or every question. That's just a dis- general disclaimer about this. I also but, think with these things, no, please, please, please. I was just going to say that your advice is pat and parcel, which is number one, listen to your body. 
And number two is learn where to draw boundaries and more importantly, how to draw boundaries. Right. Which is that everything is not a conflict. And I think that's a very, drawing a boundary is not a conflict. Drawing a boundary is deciding what you're comfortable with. And then everyone else can adjust around that as they see fit. And sometimes that will lead to conflict, but it is not, you're not taking away something away from someone just because you don't give it to them. That's exactly right. And also, and this can sort of accordion a few different ways, but, and I'm going to say a bunch of things right now that just sound sort of like empty platitudes, but they're not, but like, no can be a sentence and an answer. Sometimes, even though you feel guilty for drawing a line, it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. I think yes. sometimes feeling guilty means you did the right thing and yeah. that it's new for you. Well, and I that, also that goes think, back to a thing about how you feel isn't necessarily appropriate to the situation. And I also think sometimes- Or punishing you, yourself just because you said, I don't want to do something doesn't mean you've lost something or, you ha- people, or you've given something up or you haven't done what you're supposed to or you're a bad person or whatever. And people respond actually to honesty sometimes pretty well. For instance, a way to shut down someone, like for instance, I, I think Hungry Girl said this one time that- huh? You say you're on a diet. Sometimes when you tell a lot of people that, they just watch what you're eating. You know what I mean? And they, if you're at like a conference room and it's someone's birthday, they see what you're going to do. And it can be a lot of pressure. And so why put that pressure on yourself? For instance, if someone's offering you a piece of cake, if you're trying to lose weight, someone's offering you a piece of cake or something, and you're saying, no, I don't want it. And they say, come on, just one bite, just one bite. That happens all the time, especially in family situations. If you say something like, honestly, it it won't make me, I, I, I won't feel good if I have it. Who can argue with that? You yeah. know? I mean, you stop pushing at that point. I think even if you come from a place of like, you know, just with especially the people who are close in your life, I really have kind of neglected myself and I'm just trying to get on the right track. So now it's just not a good time for me to be hanging out. But yeah. no shade, love ya. It just right now it's not a good time for me. I'm, I'm not feeling so great. I think actually more people respond to that than you think. I, I think I it's hard for think, people to push back on that. Yeah, and I also think less is more with a lot of these things, which is, yeah. again, just standing your boundary, which is, oh, come on, come out to the lake. Da, 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 yeah. da, we're doing this, we're doing that. I Thank you so much. It's such a generous invitation. It's not a good weekend for me. But, 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 it's just not a good weekend. Why, what are you doing? Cleaning your closets? Actually, I am. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm getting too detail oriented now, yeah. but that you just say, I, lo- I love you. Thank you for asking, but no. And it never is too late to draw a boundary, even with people you've been with your whole life. And also it's never comfortable like it, the first no, 10 times like yeah. for you to draw a boundary. It just isn't. You find yourself pushing back almost to the point of being rude and it's really uncomfortable, but you just have to do it. It's like learning to ride a bike. You just have to keep practicing it without, you, as Rana said, without being rude and without yeah, being ugly. You don't have to get, it doesn't have to get heated. You it just- It certainly doesn't. Just have a little conviction. Yep. But it does take practice. If all else fails, just fake being sick. I've done that for years. Or say you have a black I can't make it. I don't feel well. Yeah. Yeah. GavinNevskyDesigns.com. There's an absolutely think? stunning spiral. Uh, central staircase. Oh. Yeah. Now, We've Rana, been gabbing and gabbing and gabbing. We are gabbing. Na 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 na, gabalicious, gabbing Newsom. Na 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 na, gabbing Nevsky. 
Gavin Nevsky, s- Gavin Nevsky Designs dot com. That's it. Yeah. Rana, now between these two people, mm. we've got someone who's about to break some terrible news to somebody. We're going to do got- two today because we had, we've been chitting and chatting and chatting and chatting. That's yeah. first of all. And we still have to read this cliffhanger, which is, you know, a Romana Clef all its own. No kidding. Yeah. So what do you think? The gambler wanna- and the sad boy. The gambler or the sad boy? The sensitive little- Am I using sad boy right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is that, or is a sad boy like an- the, Yeah, it's all the same. Or is it an emo? I feel like people aren't saying that quite as much anymore. But is that what a sad boy is? I think, yeah, like a shoegazer. A shoegazer is a guy that looks down and shuffles at his shoes because yeah. he's sad. Yep. Sensey, sensey. Sensey. Okay. So we've got, I have to destroy my friend's life. Have you got any advice on the best way to do Can't it? Can't wait to do it. Just looking for the right venue. But also, please remember, you're not destroying her life. Her husband is. Okay. Is you are just correct. unfortunately the messenger. And also, this will almost certainly affect the future of your friendship. Just letting you know. Rana, look what I just found in this desk that Is I'm renting. Is it a kitten? No. Oh. Whoa. One, two, three, four, five, six dollar bills. Six macaronis. So you can take that to scores or somewhere like that. <laughs> to spam it right now. Yes, exactly. And talk about drawing boundaries. I only go to scores by myself. Okay? Good for you. Thank you. Uh, The second person is a friend, Gavin, who's having a little trouble setting boundaries. Yeah. And And his boyfriend who loves him, Devon. I'm calling him Devon. It's probably Devin. No, but he is divine. Now, wait a minute. This is interesting. Wait, we've broken a rule here. We did? Devin wrote in and asked a question for someone else. We don't answer questions for other people. Oh, has he disqualified himself from the gift? Well, they're actually both. I mean, maybe we have to give it to the first person now. It's a technical DQ. It is. And we're nothing if not rule followers here. I was really, it's funny. Now I'm going to give to him what I'm going to give to her, but I was going to give them the same gift anyway. What? An Ina Gatt and coconut cake. Both of okay. these situations okay. call for coconut cake. I got to be honest with you. Rana gave me one on my birthday today, in addition yeah. to the Betty's chocolate cake. Today, this year, you mean, yeah. Did I say today? Yeah. Um, it is, you will not believe that a cake shipped frozen could ever be this good. Yeah. You just can't believe it. Well, it's the right it's kind of cake for that. There are certain cakes, like a cream cheese baguette frosting is a cake that's good to freeze and then thaw out. By the way- Right, I guess, I, even, I guess because it has that. Did I even go into detail again on this podcast about the fact that Ed Kimba made his cake Well, that's again the best cake of all. For Cynthia. I let it thaw. It was in the fridge. I took it out at six o'clock in the morning and I what didn't serve hell? it until 11.30. And when I say I, I mean the people at the hotel took it out at six o'clock. Do so you have to write a book now to get Ed's cake or be Rana? Yeah, probably. Well, anyone I don't know. Can write a book. I wished God, 
I, I don't want this for Ed because I don't think it's what he wants his life to be. But Ed's food is so delicious. His cakes are so delicious. They don't they just really, look I mean, great. it's unbelievable. They taste incredible. It's the, it's the best chocolate cake I've ever had. They taste life. so it's good. And I have to say, <gasps> as gorgeous of a job he does, you've got to buy these cookbooks because it feels achievable to me in some yes. way. If he's making, if he is giving you his technique about how to make a cake taste that great, I it took a lot. Advice. It took a lot for me to believe him when he said, "Don't worry, that cake's going to last for have not any days because the ganache is going to seal in the freshness." And I thought to myself, "This cake is going to dry out in the fridge, and that's going to be the end of it." Right. And this cake, given the proper time to warm to room temperature and then some, was so delicious. I ate it for a further six days afterwards. It was incredible. Well, that's great. But this cake will lend itself to that same thing. Yes, this cake so is So you're getting a coconut cake, and I've gotten coconut cake, and you're inviting your friend over for a piece, and then that's you're it. having the conversation. Well done. You ready for this cliffhanger, Ronna? Technically, you can't send her home with the cake because that would be transferable, so you're going to have to keep the cake. Oh, and also, just a, just a little reminder before yeah. we get to this cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. Well, that we are also having on the- yes. Oh, I can't wait. Accomplished, thoughtful, authoress, excuse me, yeah. Vanessa Bennett Kroll and actual pediatrician Kara Natterson, who are coming on on October 3rd because they have a brand new book called This Is So Awkward, which was a book for adults raising kids through puberty. All about puberty. By the way, I did not know this. Eye-opening from this book. Yeah. Puberty now starts earlier and lasts longer. Horrible. Horrible. So, oh, pu- so all pu- that Isn't to say, it funny? Everyone goes through puberty, but only women go through menopause. You're right. Do men go through any menopause? They must. They just not they talk about it. They have like a midlife it? crisis, I guess. Is that the same sort of thing? Yes, I wonder I mean, it's, if, but not, if I guess anyone that studies physically menopause. Yeah. They should. They should. Yeah. So all that to say, please, by October 3rd, send us your parenting questions, especially in the adolescent No, but you have to send them by September 26th because they're coming on the 26th. They're going to record with us the 26th. The episode's coming out and the book is coming out. Yeah, the typical full-length questions, or even if you just have like a yes or no rapid fire, that's fine too. And that all goes to askron at gmail.com. Yes. Now, Ronner, should I read this cliffhanger? Please do. All right, here we go. I'm focusing. I'm scrolling to it. You can't imagine. Okay, here we go. Dear resplendent Rana, mm. beguiling Brian, oh. and glimmering guest. Okay. I could talk for an hour about how this show gets me through, but I'll get right to it. I'm a 30-year-old white, straight-ish woman who was coming to you for guidance about traveling cross-country to put myself into more opportunities for love. I've spent my entire life in Washington State and recently let go of my Seattle apartment after over a decade to embark on a bit of a, quote, bohemian year that seems to be going on somewhat indefinitely. I worked a tech job at a major Seattle tech company for six-plus years, Microsoft, that went, that's my guess, that went yeah. remote in the pandemic, and I made the choice to leave my darling city and my beloved community for a while in the interest of pursuing full-time travel while I was in the charmed position of being able to do so while Charm. simultaneously keeping my job. Okay. That was such a long sentence. 
The well, question that I, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is who this person is. This is what we're going to learn. But yeah. The question that I have for you all is around love and romance while on the move. Okay. I dated aggressively my entire adult life in Seattle. I was on okay. every app. I asked people out constantly, tirelessly busted through the Seattle freeze everywhere I went, begged friends to set me up, et cetera, et cetera. And I really feel like that I worked every angle possible to put myself out there. Regrettably, nothing major ever took off. And when I looked around and realized that every single one of my girlfriends had taken the oath of marriage all of a sudden, and I had nothing of substance going on, it felt like it was as good a time as any to take my chance and launch out into the world rather than sit on my ass and wait for a magical partner to plop directly into my lap. Nonetheless, I am eager to position myself to experience some element of a short, mid, long-term partnership. Okay. In the next few years. <laughs> in the next few years. Short, mid, long-term partnership in the next okay. few years. Okay. Something about entering my 30s, I've really started to crave the experience of developing real romantic relationships and feel saddened by the fact that I can't quite seem to land it, despite a deep desire to give and learn and grow from this kind of life event. Now, this is what I want to say to our letter writer. Generally, you only need one breath to complete a sentence. Okay? Just a tip. I planned when reading it. <laughs> I plan to have a family within the next decade. I recently froze my eggs and am making traction toward my goal that will allow me to do it with or without a partner. And I would like to have more in the relationship column that would help me inform me on the choices that that stage of life will throw at me. Okay. I was just something I remembered I wanted to tell you when you okay. finish. With do you want to tell me now? The diarrhea really? on the Delta flight. <laughs> what? <laughs> what was this? They had to turn a Delta flight. There was a Delta flight from Atlanta oh my God, to Barcelona. Wait, I did. Yeah. They had to turn the plane around because there was a biohazard, which was that someone had diarrhea all over the plane. Somehow they had diarrhea all over the plane. I they am... were two hours into the flight. Which means they were already overseas. They were too far from Barcelona. They were over close. the ocean. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Anyway, please, I'm sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to. Yeah. You know, I want to say this. I know it's expensive to change your flight. Maybe the airline should give you some grace for this. If you've got streaming diarrhea that cannot be controlled, that's not something you find out on the plane. The usually. person said that they had a um, that they had a medical condition of some kind, but I don't know whether that medical condition was eating a Quiznos or, you know, before they right. got on the plane. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Please keep or some airport continue. oysters or who knows. Yeah. I've wondered well, for I was years. thinking airport oysters myself. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I've wondered for the years if the West Coast is just not my best market and if I should take my talents to the South and oh. see if I do better in a more diverse, perhaps conservative culture that may have higher numbers of the kind of man who may be a better fit for me. I don't have a load of experience in this region, but I visit New Orleans as often as I can because I have the most incredible love and romance of my year every time I'm there and feel so much more welcome and wanted and sexy and valuable with Southern men than mm. I ever have felt in 30 years in the Pacific Northwest. Well, by the way, Rhonda will tell you, she'll be the first to tell you that New Orleans is not like any other city. Yes, I'm not sure this is what I'll tell you about New Orleans, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. I wonder if I'm just better suited for the dating culture in the South. I'm a big, loud, colorful, curvaceous, fun woman whose love language is all of the above and does not take herself too seriously, not to mention primarily dates men of color, so I've always felt the particularly pronounced fish in a rather tepid pond of the Pacific Northwest. 
Another I've, passenger was on the Airbus A350 aircraft to Barcelona <laughs> with his wife who said it was, it was a, vomiting. quote, mess. And that a whole new carpet had to be put in, which ended up being a five-hour cleaning operation. Sorry, dear, go on. They took that same plane again? They had to all get back on that plane, yeah. That same plane? Yep. Unfortunately, my last... Two years of road trips through Europe, the Mountain West, the Southwest, the East Coast, and Canada. Zans, B. Swanson, shit on X. That his little brother was also on the flight and managed to capture a video of the scene. <gasps> oh, God, Ronna, that's your thing. Don't don't bring me in on whatever that mess is, literally. Zans, B. Swanson. Yep. Anyway, all my travels around the world have not proved more successful in drumming up any real traction for me beyond a few lovely casual trysts. Well, maybe because you don't live in those places. Marie Beals Basinger was also on the flight with her husband, but thankfully the pair were in first class, so they missed most of the ordeal. My husband and I were on the flight. Thank goodness we were in first class, oh, so we missed the experience. <laughs> We treat. did see Delta crew attendees running back and forth in protective coverings or with gloves. Sorry, dear. I have to say Delta might have just lost its standing we as the best domestic airline. We were on our way to the airline. celebrity reflection. We were worried that what? we would miss the cruise. The fuck? We were oh, that's a cruise. We were on our way to the celebrity reflection. We were worried that we would miss the cruise. Well, by the way, if you want to avoid diarrhea, d don't go on a cruise. Is the first thing no, I'll say. No, don't go from one toilet to the next. Yeah. Absolutely not. Do you think it would be reasonable? For me to embark on a multi-month southern road trip for a shot of real love. Of course, I'm just dying to explore this part of the country for the culture, sight, sounds, and taste as well. But we try to make dating a real priority. Have you ever known anyone like me who intentionally dunked herself into a completely different culture in hopes of gaining access to the kind of men who may actually jive with her? And if so, do you have any tips on how to maximize a person's dating prospects while traveling through a region? Setting up the kind of initial connections that, if nurtured, could potentially grow over time. Feels like a wild oh, premise boy, for travel. Boy, oh boy, oh and boy. tough to pull real results within. But at this point, I'm willing to try anything to not miss my opportunity at finding genuine connection and a shot at intimate love. Thank you so terribly much for your kind insights. Please don't use my name. And then they follow us on Insta. All right. Patreon.com slash askrana yeah. to see what we have to say. I have a few things. The to live say. show is still up. Oh, that's right. Uh, so you can stream it, askronalive.com. That's right. Submit incredible, incredible, incredible. For um, This is So Awkward. Yes. Our fabulous guests who are coming on about uh, going, you know, adolescence. One woman known as DW on X wrote, my patent was on that flight. It was pretty bad. It was dribbled down the <laughs> aisle. Smelled horrible. The vanilla-scented disinfectant used on it only made it smell like vanilla S-H-I-T. So that's the worst thing you've said so far. <laughs> Rana starts misbehaving at a certain point in these episodes. And by the way, we cut when she when? starts misbehaving. Yeah. She starts acting like baby Steve. Me? Yes. No. There I'm just there. reeling from my breakup with Richard. What can I say? No, Richard... We I thought Richard and I were going to go the distance. I thought we were going to go the distance in this world, and I, think I just you will. don't know. I think you will. I just don't know. Maybe Richard wasn't. I was drawing a boundary, and Richard wasn't respecting. Well, he probably it. spent thousands possible? of dollars trying to find the right the, the clothes that you would like, and blah blah blah. Yeah, oh, I'm sure Richard has his outfit laid out on the bed. <laughs> 
Should, should he wear his Scarface T-shirt or his Mean Streets T-shirt? Or should he, no, I'm joking. Rich, <laughs> that's not Richard at all. That's very funny. Uh, all right, listen. I adore you. AskGronAlive.com, patreon.com slash AskGron to hear that answer. And uh, maybe we should have people vote where you and I should go on our next little rendezvous together. That sounds fun. Yeah, is it going to be? Won't take their advice. The probably, New Jersey but... Christmas tree park. Should we go to the Christmas tree park? <laughs> should we go to Four Seasons Landscaping in Philadelphia, or should we go to St. Moritz? Exactly. Those are your two choices. Yeah. Exactly. All Maybe right, we can yeah. get in on the manhunt trying to find that guy who escaped from prison. Thank you to. How about that? Thank you to everyone who. Uh, came to the live show. Thank you to everyone who streamed it. It's Absolutely. still there for a couple of weeks. It's um, it is impeccable. Askronalive at gmail.com. And uh yeah, we look forward to all kinds of things, I guess. And thank you to my fans. Thank you to Brian's fans. Kiss kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.